We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. FM News Talk 97.1 Podcast. And welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo in studio with producer Chad Ellis. Hello, hello. My partner, Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, is on location at some secret underground base <laughs> hidden beneath a mountain and uh, a river and an ocean somewhere on the planet Earth fighting for liberty and justice. Aaron, how's yeah. it going? <laughs> Good. We're, uh, me, and, uh, me and a couple of the guys are actually doing an armors class today. Nice. Um, so it's, it's one of those things that we do um, for, A, the knowledge uh, to bring that to our customers. So, you know, we, we love them so much. And, uh, and then the other thing we can do is we're learning how to take these guns all the way down just to the bare frame, every pin, every spring. So when a customer comes in and says, hey, I need sights put on, it's like, hey, it's not a big deal. Hey, I need a trigger put in. That's not a big deal. Or when they say, hey, I put this guide rod spring in backwards, and now my gun's locked up, and I can't get it to come apart, um, we, can, we can fix that too. So um, just a, it's, a, it's going to be an awesome day. I love, I love coming to these classes because you get to meet so many gun guys uh, from all the different shops. Um, and then you, obviously you're getting your, your factory rep, uh, which is a great, great time too. So, so this class is Smith and Wesson. We're learning about the M and P 2.0s and the shields, which if you haven't checked those two guns out, uh, I would, I would highly, highly recommend stopping in a Southern armory and looking at, at those guns. Cause and, they're just a, a and, neat gun. And it's just another, um, example of you being the owner of Southern Armory, but you know, you're already the gun expert. You already own a gun store. You already teach the CCW classes, all that kind of stuff. But even you are always out trying to sop up more knowledge, learn more stuff, so you can pass that along uh, not only to our audience here on 2A Radio, but also to your customers at Southern Armory. I think it's a, a testament. Absolutely, yeah. And, 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 you know, I tell you the guy I fear, the guy, it's like, I know everything. And it's like, oh, that's kind of frightening you know because <laughs> technology's technology's changing like even on on these 2.0s you know and, um i took the the they're calling it the gen one now right so right. The, the original mnp when they released it um a number of years ago uh now it's a now we're calling this like the gen two you know and it's the 2.0 um and, and i'm like seeing the little differences in there now and i'm like yep you know and and we've had them cycling into the shop for Treasures and sights and uh, some minor, minor gunsmith repair uh, where we've called Smith and Smith has just sent us the parts, which is another uh, great thing, too, is now Smith is, is implementing um, uh, basically a kit that we're going to have in store. So if you break your Smith & Wesson uh, semi-automatic pistol, you come in the store, we're going to have the parts uh, on hand and we can fix it um, pretty much on the spot. As long as it's not, you know, too goobered up or anything crazy, um, we won't have to send it back, and we won't have to wait for parts. 
So it's just another another awesome thing, and you've got to be a certified armor to do this. So there's not going to be um, you know many people in the area that are that are able to do this. There's only right. I think one other store in the area in this class. Everybody else is just kind of from the state of Missouri, state of Illinois. We've had people from like Springfield. I didn't even ask them, you know, Illinois or Missouri. I just know they drove like three or four hours to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of give you the, an idea. Another class they hold, uh, they hold it in St. Louis, they hold it in like Southern Arkansas, and then they hold it in, in Mississippi, um, at least for, for this region. So we're getting people from kind of all over, uh, which is which is phenomenal. So got a, got me and a couple other staff members down here. We're taking the class and having a blast. Nice. And, uh, hopefully we'll get some range time here in a little bit. We'll get to uh, shoot some of their newer guns, which is what we did last time too. They'd just come out with a, uh, the M&T uh, shield and 45 caliber. Uh, I don't even think it was out to the, uh, to the public yet. And our rep had one. He's like, who wants to shoot this 45? And I'm a, I'm a big 45 guy. Um, and I'm like, of course, who doesn't want to shoot one? And so I went and shot it and I was like, man, this is awesome. That's so, sweet. Uh, pretty, pretty excited. Yeah. So we'll see, uh, see what Smith has and there might be a new gun in there. He hasn't, he hasn't hinted to anything, but if there is, uh, he'll probably have to swear us to secrecy or something. So you'll just have to kind of stay tuned to, uh, the Facebook page, uh, you know, two a radios, Facebook page, second Amendment radios page and, uh, Southern Armory's Facebook page to kind of keep apprised. Yes. And then, um, we're going to be getting in, uh, normally they, they give us, uh, the option to, to buy a gun. Uh, so some, some of our guys are going to pass and I'm like, yeah, I think I could use a new Smith and Wesson M&P 2.0. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, buy one. So I might be doing some videos for everybody, uh, just slowly over time, kind of modifying it. And I think I might go shoot some, uh, USPSA matches with it, uh, this nice. summer now that I'm done with paramedic school and I'm going to have a life back. That's right. Can't wait. So I'm probably going to set up a new USPSA gun. So if you're you're on Facebook and you're kind of interested in that uh, style of shooting, or maybe getting into the competitions, or uh, maybe you already do it, and maybe you're just running a totally factory gun, uh, might be some interesting videos to to tune into. So right. um, get those get those cooking. Uh, down the pipe here uh, in the next few weeks. Yep. So great stuff. But, and uh, yeah. an- another week has passed by. We talk about uh, uh, what is hot, what what is selling at Southern Armory, what people are are coming in to buy. And of course, we've been talking about suppressors for weeks now. And last uh, or this this week, we saw the Democratic debates. We saw many of these uh, Democratic candidates. Talk about gun control, and uh, mm-hmm. many Absolutely. of them, many of them started. Most of the of the Democratic gun safety plans start on the extreme left, and then work themselves more and more to the left as you know they they go down the yeah. line on their uh, on the debate stage. Um, yeah. What did uh, so? Does that have has that had any effect uh, this presidential election? Is it still suppressors that are red hot? What's happening at Southern Armory? So, uh, so kind of get into that. Uh, suppressors are still, they're selling. They, re- they really are. Uh, I thought it was just going to be like a temporary thing. Or it'll be a week or two, but no, they're still going. Um, we've still got suppressors in stock. We've still got suppressors on order. Uh, so if you want a suppressor uh, and you want a specific suppressor, we're starting to see those uh, at, at the wholesalers and at the manufacturers just not become available. Uh, right now, it's just a couple of them, Okay. Uh, a couple models that we've run into. It's just like they don't have any more. What else would you like? And 
And so we've had to put people into to other ones. So if you were kind of on the fence um, going, I'll be able to get it, I'll be able to get it, um, now is, is probably the time to get into Southern Armory. And with our Made in America sale coming up, yes. uh, now until uh, July 7th, you can come in and put on order anything Made in America. Um, so you can, if you're in the market for a new pistol and you want to get a Smith & Wesson pistol uh, or revolver, you know, that would definitely qualify. Uh, or some of these awesome suppressors that are out there from, from Gym Tech, which is also owned by Smith & Wesson. Uh, or you could go into uh, your Silencer Co. Or many of the other great brands like Dead Air uh, is, is another awesome one. Or uh, one of my more recent favorites here uh, that's just a really neat uh, suppressor that we've, I think we've got like one left in stock, uh, Texas Rifle Company. And uh, we were actually talking to the owner the other day, and he's told us that uh, since we were uh, the first store in the area to pick him up, uh, that he was going to support us on anything that we needed and that just to call him directly. And that was the, literally the president uh, that my wife was talking to the other day. And uh, so we, of course, uh, being impressed by that, that customer service that he extended to us and then him just talking about, you know, the things that he's done for customers, the end user, it's, it's you know, you guys are paying the $200 tax stamp and waiting that 11 or 12 months. Um, I was like, you know, you sound like the kind of guy I'd like to have on the show. So we might be having him uh, on the show here. Uh, July or August to talk about his suppressors and what makes his company different. Um, and I, and I really, you know, when I look at it, suppressors, you know, there, there is a difference, you know, how they come apart and how easy they are to clean, but the, the customer service end, you know, how easy it to get a hold of them when you got a problem. And I've experienced that with a few suppressor companies that are no, now no longer around. And we are calling them and calling them and calling them and emailing them and emailing them and emailing them. And you're not getting a response. You just, I kind of look at my wife and I go, they're probably not going to be around much longer, you know? And, and unfortunately um, I've been able to predict that uh, several, several times with, yes. with manufacturers, suppressors, even, even ammunition companies too. Right. So, right. So but, uh, yeah. So coming to Southern Armory between now and July 7th, take advantage of that made in America sale. Uh, we're located at 9901 Watson road. That's one mile east of 270 and 44 and southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's southernarmory.com. Oh yeah. See, even when you're not in the room, we're here ready for yeah. you. We got your back. <laughs> <You> got it. <laughs> that is right. Yeah. Don't miss the made in America sale. Don't miss the, uh, chance to get a suppressor especially if uh you know you never know how these laws are going to go um you know uh so get that right. process started sooner than later because that if anything the dumbs are only trying to make it more difficult to right. uh obtain and, those and so. they were all talking about it i don't yeah. know if oh yeah who else was watching the uh the pre-game show right and i say pre-game show uh because you know they had some technical difficulties, but you know, my wife and I and, and Piper, mm-hmm. my daughter's very involved in the business. If you've been in the shop, you've met her. She's she's the first one saying hi and the last one saying bye. And she's even like me. She'll walk you to the she'll walk you to the door. Um, she's got this great <laughs> new trick where she opens the door. Uh, believe it or not, she's not going to be two here for about four more weeks. Wow, so she's getting huge. That's awesome. But um, it's four four weeks and and yeah, actually four weeks to the day of this air. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, uh, so we're all watching it, and apparently it had some technical issues. So you know, of course, I'm watching like the the commentary about how the Dems are going to win, and they're going after certain states, and they're talking about their momentum 
in states that were traditionally Republican that they had flipped. Uh, Arizona was one of them. Yep. And then they were going to, you know, look at look how close the margin here was in like Florida, you know, where Trump only won by, you know, one percent. It was like, you know, forty nine, to, um, you know, and then the independent had like two percent. And then, yeah. uh, you know, the it was like forty seven point whatever percent for um, for Hillary. And, you know, they were just, you know, really hammering away on states like Florida, states like Pennsylvania, states like Ohio. And, and that's, that's the commentary. And then, you know, I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, I'm like, well, at least they got a battle plan, you know, and at least, at least they're discussing it openly. So Trump's, uh, you know, um, team can get an idea of what they're going to do. And then we get into the debate and they're talking about, you know, we, the Democrats, and this is kind of the scary part, uh, is they're no longer going to be a, uh, a coastal, political group right and they're referring to the the east coast uh or the west coast which i call the left coast mm. which is you know everybody knows that's where all the populace is i'm sure if you're on any type of social media you've seen the um the meme uh where it shows like all the states by population um and you know missouri is itty bitty you know we're, yeah. we're super tiny um and in that map that they've created in the united states california is like basically from kansas over is all California and New York was huge and everything else. So they're uh, now talking about flipping those states and how they've got to become, I guess it's dawned on the Democrats, they've got to become, uh, quote, a party of the working class, yeah. a friend of uh, the, the, the blue collar, and they've got, to, they've got to focus on the rest of the country, the center of the country, just not the the east and west coast. And that is it. That is exactly the point that I want to highlight because I heard them talking about that. How uh, they need to they need to appeal to the Midwest and the rest of the country. And I have uh, a take on that that I want to discuss, and I want to get into some of the details about uh, what they talked about, and uh, you know, and 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 their what they call uh, gun control legislation, and how that can affect you. Uh, Aaron Tarlow's on the phone, owner of Southern Armory. He's going to stick around. We're also going to talk to Alex Salzman from the Missouri Firearms Coalition in the next segment. We want to get into all of these issues that we. Uh, saw this week addressed here on Second Amendment Radio. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to FM News Talk. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Talk 97.1. And welcome back to Second Amendment Radio FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo in studio with producer Chad Ellis. And on the phone this week, my partner Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. And also joining us now is Alex Salzman from the Missouri Firearms Coalition. Alex, thanks so much for joining us. It's been a few weeks since we've spoken with you. How's it going? Going good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Um, I know that I think that we talked at the end of the Missouri legislative session, 
And, uh, you know, there was some progress, but I think that we were kind of hoping that uh, the state of Missouri was going to get more done this year. Uh, Before we dive into some of the issues of the week, like the Democratic debate and all that stuff, um, could you just give us one more time your your recap of how you feel the uh, state of Missouri performed this year um, in the legislative session as far as, as gun rights are concerned? Well, I guess it depends on how you look at it. I mean, some would say no news is good news. Uh, We didn't have any gun control bills passed this year. It wasn't without massive effort on their part, though, in Jefferson City. Um, But we also didn't have any good pro-gun pieces of legislation passed either. Uh, We had campus carry that made it farther than it had in the past. We had the gun-free zones and public transit uh, that made it farther than it had in the past. But altogether, they all died, just Mm -hmm. like last year. Or before right. that, what do you right. think? Yeah, I, I was actually really hoping for um, the public transit. I mean, I was really hoping all the gun-free zones would get, you know, get eliminated, um, and really just kind of come down to jails, prisons, police stations, and then and the private property posted off limits. Um, but it, it seems that you know it all stalled. But you know, we did dodge the bullet with the red flag laws. Um, yeah. At least, at least on the state level, uh, if you listen to the debates last night, um, it seems like it's going to be a, a big push yeah. um, if we get a, a Democrat in office mm-hmm. uh, in the executive. So, what about next year as far as the state of Missouri is concerned, Alex? Do you, is there any hope that uh, we'll make more progress? Obviously, it's going to be an election year, presidential election year, a governor election year, so there's going to be even more eyes on lawmakers next year than uh, you know, a year like 2019. Can we expect or, or hope for more um, progress, or is it just going to always be this, this fight to get anything accomplished? Well, I would certainly hope that there would be progress. I do anticipate a fight always, though, when it comes to the Second Amendment. We've been fighting for a few years now trying to repeal the deadly gun-free zone laws that we have on the books here in Missouri, which would include the campus carry and the gun-free zones on public transit. It's like they're trying to piece it out and maybe take care of one gun-free zone or the other gun-free zone, but we're not taking... Um, a consolidated look at the problem, and we need to be. So that's what our focus is going to be moving forward into next year, is trying to repeal the deadly gun-free zones that we have. And then, of course, we're going to be on the front lines tackling the red flag confiscation orders uh, that we saw last year. We actually saw it in a couple different bills last year. They did try to amend it, water it down, and slide it in on us. Um, but they were not successful. So we're going to be very diligent on that aspect as well next year. Good stuff. So I want to get into um, a point. I want to follow up on a point that Aaron was making in the last segment um, about the Democrats. And and, and even a couple of them even addressed this on the stage that and and it got mixed reaction because I don't think the Democrats believe this about themselves, or at least not uh, all of them that they have become this elitist class. They only uh, care about the coasts and the borders, and they're, you know, they, they're working for all these different uh, uh, minority groups, but, they're, but they don't care, by and large, about the just, you know, rank-and-file average American citizen. I think that they are maybe, hopefully, well, I don't know about hopefully, but I think maybe some of them are starting to realize that that's the condition of that 
party, but I don't think that they all realize that yet. And as I was watching these debates this week, I realized that part of the reason that I just cannot stomach the Democrat Party right now, and I'm not I'm far from a Republican. I don't I don't trust I don't trust a Republican any more than I trust a Democrat. But as I'm watching these Democrats, I realize that the reason that I can't stomach to listen to them anymore is because they can't stomach me anymore. They 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 don't care one bit about me and my family and what we're going through about the taxes we pay or the schools we're trying to send our kids to or any of that stuff they're 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 only focused on all these different you know groups all these different people yeah. that have labels and the just the the general uh, population they don't they don't care about anymore did you get that um that same sense go ahead alex you first oh yeah absolutely you know and they were saying that the other night in the debate that you know we need to care about blue collar workers we need to care about the midwest we need to care about gun owners i think they even um even mentioned missouri uh in one of their arguments they were bickering back and forth you know and really they don't care they just know that their poll numbers are telling them their polls are telling them that they need us they need gun owners they need you know law-abiding citizens and it cannot just be about identity politics so now they've spent years you know, railing and really just campaigning on these identity politics. And now they're, they're, they're getting the message that nobody cares about those identity politics. We care about the issues that matter to us. Right. Aaron, what do you think? Yeah, I, I completely agree with her. Um, it is uh, just amazing uh, that they can change on the drop of a dime based on the polls. I don't think they care about Missouri at all. Um, I, I think that, and, and, and then the other thing that I picked up on too is, you know, we don't care about the, the gun collector whose guns are just sitting in their safe and not, not harming anybody. And it's like, y- yes, you do. Yes, you, you do. Know? You, yes, you, you do. absolutely do. Um, I have, you know, guns in my safe that you would love to either take from me or buy back at a heavily discounted price. Um, just because you feel that they're dangerous. Right. And, and we've talked about, like, you know, I own NFA stuff, sharp rifles, machine guns, and, and suppressors, and you can come into Southern Army and buy all those things totally legally in Missouri as long as you comply with the federal law, which is, you know, fingerprint background check and a $200 tax stamp. Um, but you would literally give me, you know, well, you got a suppressor, here's 100 bucks. Right. Well, that, right. that suppressor was, you know, a thousand dollar suppressor or six hundred fifty dollar suppressor. Plus, I paid two hundred dollars to you to let you know that I have it. And then when you look at the white page report released by the ATF uh, a couple of years ago, those items are not used uh, really in crimes. We discussed that a few weeks ago on the show. It was like point zero four, I think, percent. Right. Um, uh, are used in crimes. And, and th- that included like, you know hunting with a suppressor, um, you know, or unjustified, unjustified shootings or, you know, accidental discharges where somebody got struck and they got charged with involuntary manslaughter, stuff like that, um, you know, was factored into that. We're not talking about, you know, hardened criminals walking into, you know, mobile on the run or a quick trip and knocking the place over with a, you know, a Glock or a Smith & Wesson M&P that's suppressed. That, mm-hmm. That's just not... They don't, they don't, you know, criminals don't do that. They're, they're highly regulated. 
Um, you know, and, and the other thing, you know, I mentioned last, you know, last week I was talking to my one neighbor, you know, my, my AR-15 that's in 223 is no more powerful than uh, the M1 Grand and 30-06 that my grandfather carried in World War II. Yeah. You know, right. Um, right. And and, and that's a, and that would be technically a weapon of war. Yep. And so, the M1 carbine and my 1903 uh, Springfield, uh, those are weapons of war. My AR-15 that's semi-automatic has never seen uh, the light of day uh, in a battlefield, uh, even though they'll tell you uh, it has. And I will, I will argue uh, they may look the same, but they don't function the same. Right. So, Alex, I, by uh, judging by what the words that come out of these Democrats' mouths, they believe... A safer America would be an America that had an open had open borders and no guns. Can can you just talk about how backwards that is? Well, it's backwards for a number of reasons. I mean, American citizens have basic and alienable rights that are that are afforded to us and are protected by our Bill of Rights. And basically that says that the government cannot require you to seek permission before you take these actions or use these items. To have open borders and to say that um, Im- illegal immigrants, people that are not citizens, should be afforded all of the rights that citizens have, while at the same time trying to repeal the rights of American citizens is just backwards. It's completely asinine, and I can't imagine that any logical, reasonable American citizen would fall for that kind of garbage. Yeah, we're uh, almost out of time in this segment. Before I lose both of you, uh, Aaron, really quick, uh, talk about the Southern Armory and Second Amendment Radio Facebook pages and why those are such great places to keep up with this show and what's happening at Southern Armory throughout the week. Right, so uh, definitely find us on Facebook. Definitely go to southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's southernarmory.com. His mic wasn't on. He had to scramble. Oh, yeah. You should have seen it. It was pretty good. He scrambled. <laughs> Not me, baby. Not me. But his mic was off. He was he was a mess. That's good. You know, hit hit the website. I won't say it again. I won't throw it goes off. Southernarmory.com. Get on get on our newsletter. Uh, we mail that out whenever there's something big going on. Obviously, we've got the Made in America sale going on. It's a great way to come out and a support a small local family-owned business and uh, support American-made products and jobs. Yes. Can't stress that enough. So yes. get in the store and, and definitely take advantage of what we're going to do for you guys and uh, the great products that our American workers, you know, we, we can make America great again. And I, I think a big part of that is just, you know, buying American, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing, uh, you know, get on, get on the socials with us. Get on Southern Armour's Facebook page. Get on Second Amendment Radio's Facebook page. I'm on there several times a week now that I have a bunch of time. And we're doing like gunsmithing, right? I had a, a loaded 44, uh, 44 revolver uh, come in, and, uh, and I showed you how to make it safe, and uh, by spraying you know chemicals in to deactivate the ammunition, and then how to make it safe by removing uh, the spring so the hammer wouldn't function, and then we got it apart, and then cleaned it real good, put it back together for the customer. Customers thrilled. Uh, we've worked a couple other odds and ends. Throughout the week, we've had discussions on gun control and kids with guns and just uh, a bunch of stuff that kind of carries on uh, through the show. We just talk a little bit more in depth about. So yeah. it's, a, it's a good way to kind of tune in. And, and there's a bunch of you doing that. It's, it's awesome. I love seeing, you know, three, four hundred plus views 
and I love having 15, 16 of you uh, getting on there, and I love uh, that there's interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these videos, you, know, you guys are asking questions, and you know we're just kind of talking back and forth, and, and I love it. So it's a way for you to interact, and yes. it's a way for you. Um, you know, you're listening every week, and we love it, right? And I, and I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you guys sharing it with your friends and telling your friends about, you know, the radio, uh, iHeartRadio, and um, was that, no, it's, uh, I, well, what's the radio thing? Radio.com. 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 Yep. Or going to the 97.1's website and going to the podcast um, and, and downloading it every week. You guys have made this um, one of the, the best performing shows on yeah. the weekends. Yeah, it really is. It re- that is you that know? is true, and, it, and it's it's awesome to see that. It's a great way to keep up with everything happening here with the show, or if you miss anything or you want to hear it again, radio.com, favorite the radio station. It's a free app on your phone, your tablet, whatever. Favorite the radio station. You can stream it 24-7, and you have access to the Second Amendment Radio podcast. Again, absolutely free, all the podcasts here on the station. And, of course, uh, Second Amendment Radio and Southern Armory on Facebook. Alex, we were just talking about um, this this presidential election that's coming up. It's going to be that time where people are going to be learning about these candidates and then next year heading to the voting booth. We talk all the time when we talk about what's happening here in Missouri, and now we're going to expand that conversation out nationally, how important it is to do your due diligence and be educated on what these candidates are have in store if they're elected to these national offices one of the best places to stay educated and get all that information is on the missouri firearms coalition website and also on social media so could you tell folks um, how they can learn more and follow the issues that you guys are following at the coalition and uh, social media websites all that good stuff yeah for sure you'll want to go to missourifirearmscoalition.org Uh, We do a lot of live streaming. You can also find us on social media. Uh, We've got a Facebook page. Over 100,000 people chime in. We've got, you can always join the discussion, continue the discussion um, on MissouriFirearmsCoalition.com. I know that we've got guys right now, or I'm sorry, .org. We've got guys in D.C. right now um, working on the red flag stuff, working on some of the other stuff. A lot of the 2020 candidates are proposing Um, executive orders in their first 100 days. So we really want to stay active and stay on top of the news. It seems like a long way away, but it's really going to be here before we know it. Yeah, great stuff. Alex Salzman from the Missouri Firearms Coalition. Of course, also my partner, Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. That is going to wrap up this segment of Second Amendment Radio, but we got one more to go. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to FM News Talk. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 97.1. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio, FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo and Aaron Tarlow here with you. Aaron, the owner of Southern Armory, producer Chad Ellis in the studio as well. And got some questions that have been submitted to us. Uh, keep on submitting those questions to me on Twitter, at Tony Colombo 971 or even better, 
go to Facebook and go to the Southern Armory page and or the Second Amendment radio page. Yep. Aaron is very good at keeping an eye on those pages, doing those midweek check-in, live streams, uh, which is a great chance for you guys to ask questions live and, and learn uh, different things. I know you do a lot of... Um, uh, gun builds and gun cleaning and yeah, all that. Yeah, we do the smithing. Yeah, you know, installing sights, installing barrels, building guns from scratch. So it's a uh, the the Second Amendment radio page and the Southern Armory pages are are kind of great ways for you to just kind of collect. And sometimes even if we get like a super rare gun uh, in, then I will uh, I will post that up. And then some of the the stuff that I know I'm going to be cursing and freaking. MF and this and that, and uh, we don't go live. So, because uh, some guns we get in are just uh, kind of a pain to get together and and back apart, and mm-hmm. and uh, and then I get some guys that come in with bag guns. I'm, I'm sure that if you've listened to the show, you've heard me talk about bag guns before. Bag guns are a gun that somebody took all the way apart to get a good cleaning in, and then couldn't get it back together. <laughs> so they come into Southern Armory, and then. I've got to pull a schematic and make sure all the parts are there, right. and then put it back together. And and some of these I've had, I've only had one gun so far. I've not been able to get back together. And I called the manufacturer, and they said, "Oh, you need a jig for that." Oh, and I'm like, "Oh, like how are you trying to do it?" I'm like, "Very carefully." <laughs> like, they're like, "Oh no, like it's impossible to put back together. Like it's got to come back to us." Wow. And uh, they have a jig. I guess uh, they they put like the the plate on, and then they. They set all the springs, and then they 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 just slide the other side of the receiver on. I don't I don't know, but they're like, yeah, you're not going to get it back together with with tools. You got to have this specific jig. Wow, that's and interesting. And they're like, tell this customer never to take it that far apart again. And right. I'm like, it's been expressed. It's been ex- <laughs> it has been expressed. Well, I get we can kind of start there because I get questions all the time um, about gun cleanings. How yeah. often should they be cleaned? Uh, what are the kind of things to uh, look for when you're cleaning a gun, and what are some common mistakes that people make, like using too much oil or things like that? WD forty. What is it? That's a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so talk about that. Like, if if a person owns a gun, uh, how often should it be cleaned, and what are some of so, the biggest mistakes people make? Uh, how often it should be cleaned is is subjective, right? Uh, I will tell you, a clean gun is a happy gun, and <laughs> it's going to be most reliable, most accurate when it's clean. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and that is, uh, I got a buddy that shoots like uh, he's a, he's a fireman. His name is Butch. He's probably listening to the radio show right now. What's up, and Butch? and uh, Butch is is awesome, and uh, he he likes going to meat shoots, and he he wins. Sure. This guy wins some meat, and <laughs> like it's unreal how much meat this guy wins. I'm like Butch, what's your secret? And he goes, well, in between rounds, I go out to my. He's got a big thing of dip in. He's like, I go out to my truck and I run a rag down it the barrel so it's clean because the gun is always most clean or always most accurate when it's clean and i was like oh that makes sense right you know so um so he wins a lot of meat that way yeah Butch knows and if, what's up. if that's his theory then 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 more power to him um but my thing is a happy gun is a is a clean gun mm-hmm. it's going to be very reliable because you're not going to have any buildup it's going to be accurate because there's not any uh, lead or copper in the lands or the grooves. So, uh, with that being said, and, and lubrication, we do see guns that are over lubed. Uh, I've literally had guns come in and I've picked them up and they've dripped. And I'm like, whoa! Wow. Let me go get a rag. Yeah, that's too much. It's way too much. Uh, so, if it's a carry gun, uh, a drop of oil on a Q tip is all the lube you get. 
and that'll that'll do you well. There you go. You got to remember that lube attracts dust, and um, not only dust but also lint. And if you like me, and you got German shepherds, dog hair. Mm-hmm. It's just part of life. If right. you got a German shepherd, you know you've probably eaten hair before. So yeah, yeah. it's in your gun too. Yeah. So. Um, so chocolate labs. Uh, yeah, I can, I, I can attest to how much dog hair. I imagine. I mean, my it's my ridiculous. dog's blowing the coat right now. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, and she's been fermented several times. Yeah, it's so. yeah, it's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, clean gun so do, is a happy. Do you take gun. it to the um, after every trip to the range? Do you clean your gun, or can you go multiple times? You can go. It depends how much you shoot. Okay, you know uh, if. If you've shot 500 rounds and you look down the barrel and there's a bunch of stuff in it, then yeah, you need to clean it. But if you go like kind of like me, like I clean a gun and I go to a range and shoot like 10 rounds mm-hmm. because I want to make sure the gun works and it's put back together correctly. I don't want to clean it, start carrying it, and then pull it out on somebody and then it goes click or it goes, you know, click bang, but it doesn't eject or something weird because I had a spring in upside down or didn't have something seated all the way or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm super paranoid when it comes to cleaning guns. I will clean them and then generally go run five, ten rounds through them, make sure they work, and then wipe it all down real good, and we call it good. Yeah. So, uh, but if you're going to shoot, you know, two, three, four, five hundred rounds, it probably needs a cleaning. Um, deep cleanings are are kind of a different uh, different feel. You know, you got to shoot a lot of rounds before I'd say, yeah, let's do a deep cleaning where we we strip everything out. Uh, deep cleaning, if you're starting to see stuff like in your AR and your lower receiver, starting to see stuff build up in there, then yeah, it's time to to do a deep cleaning, you know, if you can't get it out with right. just regular stuff. I uh, had another question about, um, I, I don't know the the right word for it, but I know that there are, are sleeves, essentially, or uh-huh. locks that you can put on your gun, even when you have it in your pocket. Yeah. Uh, can you talk about those or and and answer that question? Don't don't do it. Don't do that. Okay, yeah. that's okay. That's great to know. If you're carrying a gun, why would you want to put a gun or trigger lock on it? Okay, so that's yeah. what it is—a trigger lock. I didn't yeah. know the the right term for it. So, what yeah. is the the safest way to carry it in your pocket? And a why don't you? Why no go so go on the, the every so trigger lock. So safety is is a trade off, right? And, and if we look back kind of at our founding fathers, there's liberty and then there's safety, and it's a balance between the two. It's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I don't like TSA. I think they invite or invade our liberties. So uh, with all that being said, guns are kind of the same way. Every lock, every safe, every key and you know, et cetera, you put in between that lock and or that gun and you is one more step you got to go through to make sure yourself is make sure that you and your family are safe. Mm-hmm. So I would never carry a gun with a trigger lock on it. Um, some guns have like the built-in locks, right? Uh, like Taurus is real popular for that, and there's Smith and Wesson's got a lock too. And now all of a sudden you got to pull that gun out, you got to stick a key in a little hole. Right, as some dude's attacking you, and you've got a ton of adrenaline and no fine motor skills, and unlock the gun to use it. Yeah. Uh, so if you're, I tell people this all the time in CCW class: if you're carrying the gun, you're using the gun. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it should be loaded, one in the chamber, or if it's a revolver, fully loaded, no empty cylinders, and then um, you know, put it in a good quality holster. Right. And and that is going to save you uh there was a guy that got shot in the uh male groin. genitalia region the groin area yeah i was gonna say something else yeah um so and it and he, i think he got shot like technically it went off once but it like hit the unit and then went through and then oh. hit the the boys yeah and then went through and then went in the leg so i think he got technically shot like three Chad. times Chad's like- yeah 
Chad. Chad's like, do I have to hit the dump now? No, I I'm, being, I'm, I'm being super PG here, man. <laughs> He's trying. I mean, I could be totally using my anatomy and physiology <laughs> if you wanted me to. Our holsters, so, when no. I think of a holster, I think of like a overall strap that... Are, are that what they still are? Or are they are are there different types of holsters? So uh, there's I I prefer inside the waistband holsters. I like leather. Okay, personally, sure and I like do. leather. I know you do, Dad. Hey, man, that's right. <laughs> Call me Daddy. Uh, so <laughs> that went. Man, it's been a heck of a yes. heck of an episode. Um, so uh, I like leather because leather. Uh, so there's, there's we call holster wear, and it happens. It doesn't matter what kind of holster you get. I don't care if the company says, "Oh, there's no holster wear on this gun." Uh, yeah, they're, they're lying to you. Holster wear is when the finish comes off. So when you get a leather holster, it kind of grips that gun a little bit better. And it wears it real even. So you don't really notice it getting worn. If you look at some of my Glocks that I've been carrying for 10 plus years, um, yeah, probably closer to 15 uh, years, and you go up and you compare it to a brand new one on the wall, mine kind of looks like silver and blackish. And the one on the wall just looks black. And the reason mine kind of has that silver tinge, black tinge to it and looks really cool is because I've been, you know, pulling it in and out of a holster for so long and it's just slowly, evenly worn the finish down. When you put it in a Kydex holster, that Kydex holster generally engages that gun in one spot over and over and over again. So you get a nice line in your gun and and generally the rest of the uh, finishes is in good shape. So Aaron's a leather guy. Um for inside the waistband or shoulder holster and then i use kydex outside the waistband or on my competition guns just because uh the kydex is definitely quick when you're mm-hmm. when you're going into the competition mode leather is more comfortable when it's in your pants because it flexes and molds and stuff to your body great stuff so great answers i've got more questions but we will get to them in the future and keep on sending them to us again you can follow me and send me the questions on Twitter at Tony Colombo 971 or you can send them uh, directly to us, myself and Aaron, uh, on the Second Amendment Radio Facebook page and then uh, also, of course, the Southern Armory Facebook page, too. Uh, Facebook pages that you should be following and uh, getting your questions answered on and check out those live streams that Aaron does yeah. every week as well. I love I love the audience on the live streams. Yeah. It's uh. Uh, it's a thanks. fun conversation. It's great because yeah. I get these comments back, and yeah. then I you get I, your questions answered right. live. I'd be like, "Hey, Dennis, welcome to the live yeah, stream." You know, so you might even might even hear your name called out. Very you know, cool. so yeah. love it. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Second Amendment Radio on FM News Talk ninety seven one. Get more at ninety seven one talk dot com. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.